Are you looking for authority building content, a way to have immediate sales conversations with your ideal prospects, and have it all done for you? A Media Leads Sales Podcast may be the answer. Go to medialeadsco.com to find out more. Today on the show, strategy plus action equals innovating your marketing with data. Success in business and life is a constant back and forth of charting your course and taking the consistent steps every day to move you forward. Both are critical. My guests on this show range from hardworking entrepreneurs starting from scratch to visionary leaders of cutting edge companies looking to scale. I help you understand the strategies that are working for them and the actions you can take to model their success. For me, a show like this is all about joining forces with my guests to dig deep and create something new for you. Whether that's a small insight to get you unstuck or a path of massive growth through customized marketing and creative sales initiatives. Welcome to Strategy in Action. Welcome to episode 26 of Strategy and Action. I'm excited to bring you this interview with JP Clement. He is the CEO of Boomtime, and they are a digital marketing agency who is really approaching digital marketing um, in, in a couple of unique ways. One is the way they approach it with, with data. They're very data-centric in everything they do, from the time a client comes on board all the way through a campaign, through you know six months down the road to the end of you know a client engagement and really digging into a postmortem on it, um, and it's the way they approach it and some of the insights that I got just blew me away. So be on the lookout for those. Um, and then second, their internal proprietary software that they have called Fuse. It is it's both a marketing differentiator, which we get into, but also it just helps them run their entire agency as efficiently as they do that they they just wouldn't be able to otherwise. So it's very impressive. Um, and we just have a blast talking. I had the good fortune to connect with JP on LinkedIn a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we had a big, long conversation then just because, you know, I think two, two marketing nerds kind of uh, geeking out uh, and talking through everything. So really impressed with him and the agency and, and what they're building over there. So let's jump in to this episode. JP, welcome. Thanks, Jason. I'm glad to be here. Oh yes, this is this is gonna be a, a blast. Um, we had the good fortune to just honestly just connect on LinkedIn uh, a couple of weeks ago and have a great conversation. Um, I think two two marketing geeks, you know, geeking out on <laughs> all that great topic. Um, and I really wanted to have you on. You're the CEO of Boomtime, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And what you're doing over there, I think that's that's really what caught my attention and really wanted to dig in and have that conversation we had the other day, uh, which is really fascinating. And then to have you on the show specifically to talk about the integration of data and marketing. And not that it's a brand new concept or anything, but I think it's something that's really critical to, to good high-level marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also counter to how a lot of folks operate with their marketing because so much of marketing is the creative and the idea and everything. Um, so I want to dig deep into all that. But first, give give folks a little bit of a background of, of Boomtime and your, your specialty there. Yeah, so Boomtime, we're a digital marketing agency. Uh, but I say usually with a twist because... We do things a little bit differently from typical agencies. So we're all about scalability and efficiency uh, and also doing great marketing by being very disciplined. Uh, and we'll talk about how we can get disciplined with data, I think, a little bit later, obviously. But uh, uh, but we do so. We built our own uh, marketing platform. 
uh, called Fuse that we use to basically make sure we do the right thing at the right time. Uh, digital, digital marketing and marketing in general is actually a very disciplined kind of endeavor. Um, and so we, we, we use Fuse to do this, uh, to, to do our marketing uh, in a very, um, very deliberate uh, manner. Um, and we also actually use Fuse to, make, uh, to increase our efficiency uh, so we can price ourselves at a level that is affordable for digi uh, uh, small and medium-sized businesses. Gotcha. Sorry. Gotcha. Yeah, and and that was interesting too. Honestly, like you know, prices are there on the site. You know, I, you really are priced amazingly, you know, competitively and and everything with all of that. Who's your Who's your ideal from as far as client in terms of size, yeah. type, business? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you know, we focus on trying to help B two B businesses mostly. Um, so think uh, like a smallish addressable market uh, and high CLV. But we also have some B two C clients that have the same kind of profile. So they they're B two C clients that look like B two B clients. Um, and we we uh, you know we do companies between let's say three million dollars in sales to fifty million. Uh, so that's kind of our our sweet spot. And uh, we have a lot of clients in. The, uh, um, the professional services industry, and um, so think uh, law firms, CPA firms, you know, financial institutions, things like that. Mm. Um, and we have a lot of B two B tech companies, uh, so tech companies that sell to uh, other companies. Gotcha. Yep. Fantastic. So I, I notice a, a language language that's used at several points in the in your site. There is around empowering your clients, empowering small businesses. And my guess is that, that the answer to this kind of, you know, really feeds into our topic that we're going to talk about today, but how are you doing that? That's, that's different. It's a really specific choice of words there. Yeah. So this is something that, you know, the, the kind of culture that I've been trying to implement at uh, boom times since I've been there. Um, and so culture of tra transparency, as you described before, our prices are on, on our website, but it's also a culture of, um, of education. Of, of education, really, you know, the digital marketing space is complicated. Uh, we'll talk probably about that a little bit more too. Um, and it's kind of daunting, you, you know, if, if you're in never business, um, you uh, that's trying to get into digital marketing, uh, you know, it's there's a lot of types of digital marketing that you can do. So we spend a lot of time educating, and we do that by. Um, we educate people who are not even our customers, <laughs> but we also do educate our clients, of course. Um, but you know, we generate a lot of content. We have our own podcast, um, as we talked about. Uh, we do. We write a lot of articles, white papers, and we distribute these via LinkedIn. Via we have a large email list, um, and so we're really, you, you know, we really uh, are focused on trying to help people figure out this digital marketing world. Um, and um, yeah, and we also kind of, uh, because this digital marketing world is so complicated, we, we do combine those elements, um, different types of digital marketing uh, subcategories together because we've looked at the data, we know what works together specifically for uh, clients that have, um, you know, pain points that can be solved by these different things. So instead of looking at, you know, one type of digital marketing there and just doing that, right, or doing another, looking at that one there, um, it's this idea of like the synergies that you can get through different types of digital mar marketing brought into packages. 
you know, from our conversation the other day, I really like the approach that you have and what you just went through theirs is that you have a very diagnostic approach to these businesses when you talk about it rather than, hey, we're a Facebook ads agency. Come on over, you know, and somebody comes to you for marketing is like, yep, Facebook ads. You're like, you don't even know what we do yet, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so do, do you really kind of, as far as services and what you're doing specifically, does it run the gamut to just every every type of service, just depending on on the fit? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we do in, anything under the sun in digital marketing, except probably not. We don't do a lot of influencer marketing, um, which is yet another subcategory of uh, digital mark marketing. But everything else we do. Uh, and again, it's, you know, um, we we have a lot of knowledge on, on our team and, you, you know, um, and we've talked to a lot of different people. So when, when we meet a, a new client or prospect, uh, we talk about, you know, what they you know, we ask a lot of questions, right? We want to understand what their position is and whatever. So then, then we can build the, we typically, we already have a package ready for them that's going to work. But if not, we can just take all these different elements that we've been doing for, you know, working on for years and put them together. So it, it creates that perfect little recipe for them. Um, that's going to solve the issues that they have. Oh, that's great. And so this we'll start, we'll start down this road a little bit too, of the lovely, lovely topic of data. Right. <laughs> and that's, and that's sort of, and I think that's the first entry point, you know, for your client into that side of things, because you're, you've got to, you've got to start approaching from the very beginning of, um, what are the numbers that they're, you know, they're going through that they're seeing, but also what you're bringing to the table in terms of here's what we've seen in your industry. Mm -hmm. Here's what converts. So already that's coming into play. Um, and for me, you know, the, the last thing you're going to hear from me is let's talk data, you know, because it's just, <laughs> that's just me, but that's, but I'll always follow that up with, I know how absolutely critical and important it is. Um, I just don't want to dig into the, <laughs> the back and forth. It's just a personality type. I want the, the idea and the, you know, yeah. let's get creative and let's, let's have the fun. Um, so that's why it's a good, you know, partnership when I can, you know, partner with someone who's, who's the data side of things. Um, how, first off at a high level, how, how do you balance that internally? You know, is it, separate you kind of have that same you know bipolar aspect a little bit within your people like here's our creative folks here's our data folks interacting how does that play out yeah that's a great question actually uh i not really thought about that in those terms and actually it's interesting because per my personality is very split in the middle too uh, one part of me is very creative and part of me is very data driven uh but so you know and marketing was a perfect place actually to for for me to bring these two things together that's why i got into more business school um so yeah so look our team is uh, all our marketers are have to understand data and analytics and they have to feel comfortable with them but that's a non-negotiable for me um but we have also and they have to be good at managing clients good at doing marketing strategy uh, and we have a, a creative team that just does, you know, all the graphics, the websites, the, you know, the pure creativity kind of stuff. But for me to do the right type of creative and to be creative, you need to look at the data. And uh, the data is not just, you know, analytics from Google Analytics or Facebook Insights or things like that. It's also 
you know, market research, primary research that you can do with your clients or your market. Uh, it could be, you know, secondary research, all these this white papers and studies done all over the time. But understanding all, all that data is super critical to creating the right campaigns and the right strategy. And if you don't do that first, you know, you can be really creative. I mean, you can be creative, of course, but it's not going to be the right type of creativity and the right results. So. Yeah. Uh, so I, my my strategists, uh, that's what we call our marketing uh, people. Um, uh, I have to be, you know, I have to understand data, be able to look at data, and um, and decide what the best solution is for our clients. Yeah, it, that's a great point because certainly with, with my mind, where my mind goes with marketing and data is is the after, right? Like once you've created something and then you're testing it, you're A-B testing, you're, you know, what are the results? Mm -hmm. What are we getting? What are the numbers, the results? But to your point, data has to start way before then. What's what's working in the marketplace? What's the number? Who are we trying to reach? Um, and a lot of that, a lot of that testing too, that comes back so much of the time, it's counterintuitive <laughs> to the creative that you're thinking when you're going into this, right? Yeah, I mean, the, what I love about data is that if you do it right, it kind of, it uncovers all these different, um, you know, uh, uh, thoughts and ideas and uh, these different ways of doing marketing, right, that you wouldn't have even seen if you, had, if you didn't look at the data. And mm -hmm. so, you know, that's why we start all our, um, uh, our projects and the campaigns start with you know, a strong strategic basis where we look at the data, we ask our clients hundreds of questions literally. Uh, we, we have in-depth, you know, we want to understand their business. We want to see what kind of data they have. Uh, in a lot of cases, you know, we think they look at us like we have three heads, right? Because we're asking so many questions on it. But, uh, but then we can educate them as to why it's important to do that kind of stuff. Um, and then we, uh, you know, and then we, when we start a campaign, we set KPIs, right? To say, okay, this is how we're going to track our success. Uh, they're like, well, you know, so we're like, what KPIs do you think would, uh, you know, are, are you interested in? And very often, very often they have a hard time actually telling us what, you know, what those KPIs are. And we have, again, so more education, more, you know, handholding and, and, um, and that, that process of working through all these different steps is really, really great because first it creates a really interesting dynamic with the client. Um, it shows the client, you know, what they don't know very often and get some thinking and get some you know, gets him to look at the numbers, which they might have never done before. Um, and um, yeah, so it's, you know, it's the process actually takes care of all that education and that thing. And and in the end, you, you know, we start a campaign with some KPIs and we track to these KPIs on a con continuous basis. And we report to our clients on these KPIs. We can see, you know, what's working, what's not working, go, can go back to them. So it's like literally from beginning and at the end, we do a postmortem, right? Um, say, okay, did it work? What's the ROI? Um, I, I had a, a mentor uh, years and years ago who told me, um, look, you, you know, if you cannot uh, measure, measure it, you cannot manage it. Um, and I've, I've lived by that since it's probably been 25 years or something like that. I've lived by that because, you, you know, again, how can you know uh, whether what you're doing is working if you don't have like a set of parameters that you like or KPIs, right? That right. You, you can't up. go on a 
a vague yeah. feeling. You can't report your vague feeling yeah. back to the client. Exactly. You know, we feel good about it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's okay. It's working, right? Yeah, yeah. It looks good, right? No, no, yeah. yeah. So, um, so that's the process that we follow. But you know, you'd be well. You probably would not be surprised because we're talking about it. But it's something that you know a lot of our clients. A lot of the clients don't even know what their CLV is. You know, customer lifetime value. And in right. this, in the B two B space, it's really critical, right? Because and we base a lot of our our marketing uh, campaigns on you, you know on cost per acquisition, right? Um, or mm -hmm. co cost per lead at, at least. So really important for us to be able to uh, for ourselves, but also for our clients to prove that what we're doing is working for them. And that's such a great client experience. Mm -hmm. No matter how strenuous that question session and onboarding yeah. is no matter how much in the middle of it they're just like i don't know because that bad me no matter how much they feel that at the end of that they feel like they're working with professionals they're they're well taken care of they're with somebody who knows what's going on and i would imagine that leads to client retention as well because now you're reporting on those things and you know, you're not just throwing things against the wall for a couple of months and hopefully they'll stay. You're really, you're really partnering with them on this. Yeah, no, it, it does work. Uh, it's a lot of work, as you said, and, and some, but also, you know, it's kind of a, a little bit of a rite of passage for us with our clients. We, we can say in, in the next, so our campaigns tend to be really long because, you know, we spend so much time at the, at the beginning of front uh, of the campaign that we, you know, we need to recoup, recoup that, that effort, you know, over a long period of time. But also because what we do tends to have, you know, is I always say, you know, it's like a, it's like gardening, right? You put a seed in, you water the seed, the plant grows, fruits start to appear or flowers first and then fruits and things like that. You know, so it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a longer process. It's not like, Oh, we could just go run a bunch of ads on Google and we're done. Right. It's, right. we don't like to work on this kind of campaigns. I mean, we do it if we have to, um, you know, if, if the client thinks that's the right thing and we think it's the right thing, we will do right. it. And we have done it many times, but so, but we can see during that, uh, onboarding process that, you know which clients are going to be good uh, clients for us because some just even after that onboarding process they still ask the wrong questions they still not you know you can tell that the you know there's some friction or whatever and we're like okay well we know we can do a good job for them but that's probably not a long-term client um yeah so and, it is, and what it's a little bit of a dating before getting married right <laughs> right and what are some of those wrong questions is it are they much more just transactional minded run an ad, get an ROI, whereas what you're trying to yeah. build is more yeah. long-term branding plus an ROI down the road. Yeah, so you know, our, we do a lot of content marketing, a lot of email marketing, social media marketing, and these kinds of things. And these kinds of things, you, you know, they don't generate results uh, instantly, right? Like an ad, they take time right. to mature and grow <laughs> uh, as I was this, this describing. So yeah, a lot of our clients, uh, I mean, the, the more difficult clients are the ones that say, oh, I want to do Google ads. You know, and we're like, okay, we can do that. But you know, look, it's not the right thing. And then three months later, we're like, what about those Google ads? You know, and so, so some of them don't really listen. Maybe have a very set uh, mind frame that they don't really, that they have a really hard time getting out of. And, and you know, 
the, our best clients are clients who like who are willing to learn with us, right? Because look, we don't claim we know a lot. We've done. We've, it's like the uh, the farmers ad, right? You, you know, we've we've been through a lot. We've done a lot. We've seen a lot. But at the same time, you know, every client is kind of different at some point. And so, sure. Those clients that we work really well with are those who are very open-minded, know what they don't know, and are looking, are working with us, not just looking to us and just but asking the right questions, interacting with us, uh, willing to test things, to try things. The beauty of digital marketing, right, is that you can try something, and then if it doesn't work in a month, then you can switch to something else, right? I mean, it, you can see the results and measure the results of what you do very easy, easily and uh, at a pretty incredible level of depth, if you want to. Um, so yeah, so those those clients are the clients that you know uh, work that we work really well with, that are very happy with us, that come back and re- refer people to us and all that because they've taken the time to you know to create that openness of mind and that thinking, right, and that strategizing. Oh yeah, and and then you have the numbers to put back in front of them. All along exactly. the way, whether whether they're yeah. feeling good or not, here's the yeah. data. Here's what's up. And yeah. what are, what's just for our audience's sake too? What are some mm-hmm. of the numbers? Obviously, it depends on the KPIs you're establishing with yeah. each client. But what are some of those mm-hmm. typical things that you're you're testing kind of beforehand and during? Yeah, so you know, it really depends because you know we we do. I mean, we do a lot of different types of digital marketing. But uh, for instance, you know, I'll give you some examples. So we do for uh, LinkedIn campaigns, right? We it's mm. called our Connect package, and we do we basically uh, we have a, uh, our own software that we use to really create a lot of connections. We're still within the LinkedIn kind of framework, right? Sure. Uh, and rules of engagement, which are pretty tight. Um, and, you know, so it automates kind of like the creation of connections. We can do some very, very deep type of searches to make sure we get exactly the right target for our clients to connect with. And then we have a whole like color coding system so you can classify your leads. And then we have a, a dashboard that you know shows them, they, they tell us, okay, well, um, these blue leads, right? They're, they're kind of cold. A cold lead like that for us is worth X, right? And we put all of that in a system. And so they have a dashboard that tells them, okay, this is your percent of connections. This is a percent, of, and there is a whole messaging system that goes on. So how many people you've uh, messaged back and forth with. Um, this is how many you have in each of these buckets. And this is what the value, has, what value has been generated by this campaign. Okay. Fantastic. So. That is, it's one dashboard. So when we, we try that, so for instance, you, you know, uh, I have some disagreements in my team, but we shoot for a connection rate of about 30 to 40%. Okay. So, you, you know, of a hundred, you can do a hundred a day today on LinkedIn. So if we send a hundred connection requests a day, we're expecting to actually connect through 30 or 40 of, the, of these. And then our messaging rates is probably 20%. That's our target. Mm-hmm. Um, some campaigns we just because we can target exactly we have the we we ended up on the right messaging then we can you know literally get a 50 percent connection rate or 30 percent wow. like kind of uh, uh, messaging rate and, and so on and you know so we have a client in Canada right now that um, he's loving it so much that they had to hire extra salespeople because you know we kept generating a ton of high quality leads and I think in the first six months with them we generated five hundred thousand dollars over five hundred thousand dollars of value uh, wow. of lead value right so we've put in their in their CRM system 
because we tie also to, to CRM systems, you know, customer relationship management mm-hmm. um, system like Salesforce or HubSpot or Pipedrive. Um, so we can, you know, we push all these people into their, their system. And uh, yeah, and so, but, you know, if you look at our rates uh, for these packages on uh, on our website, it's uh, the ROI is in the thousands of percent. <laughs> so, yeah. So but, they do that for everything, right? We all our products, you know, if we, we send emails, we look obviously at the open rates, the uh, click-through rates. Uh, we use all kinds of software to look at hot, like hot jar to see where the hotspots are on what people click on our emails, which then we create emails for our and, and articles for our clients that are based on uh, a lot of SEO data. So we look at what keywords in their industry, you know, people resonate with, people are looking for um, and oh. things like that. So, you know, every, everything we do basically is based on data. You know, nothing we do is just, oh, that sounds cool, right? Or, or oh, yeah, oh, I know my... Uh, my uh, nephew just graduated from college and he tells me, you know, we should do this. You know, we don't, we don't do that. <laughs> right. And so, trust me, we, we, we hear that a lot. <laughs> well, exactly. That's what I was about to say was like, yeah. you know, it sounds funny until you're having, you're sitting across from somebody having that conversation because it's exactly how they describe it. Like, yeah, we just thought, you know, maybe we would try this kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, and for our, we, we do Google ad campaigns, we do paid ads on LinkedIn uh, and Facebook and things like that. And so for these, you know, we look obviously at other types of data and every industry and every client is different, but it's mostly based on cost per conversion or cost per acquisition. Um, this is the kind of the two KPIs that we tend to really focus on. Gotcha. What's what's really what's really strong right now um, for folks on the ad side and organic side right now working, especially in the B2B space? In the B2B space, I mean, LinkedIn has been like, you know, an amazing tool because you can do organic, you know, um, type of work, which I just described. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can also really create, uh, you know, a very strong identity for your your company uh, by putting out the right type of content on LinkedIn and becoming like kind of a thought leader in in your industry. And we do all that for you, obviously, at Boomtime. But... um, but we, um, you know, so LinkedIn's been like a, a godsend for uh, for B two B companies, uh, especially last year during the pandemic, um, because people couldn't go to trade shows, and we told them, look, think of LinkedIn as a virtual trade show. You know, you're meeting yep. people on LinkedIn, and we can help you with that, like you're meeting them and handing a business card at a trade show or a conference or something like that. Um, so LinkedIn's great. Uh, the only thing on LinkedIn that we're not finding a lot of uh, it's not only find a lot of success, but it's expensive. Is uh, LinkedIn paid ads? Um, your system is, you know, quite expensive from what we're finding out compared to what you can do on Facebook, uh, what you can do on uh, Google ads. Um, Google ads work great. I mean, same thing. But again, you know, to me, it's like, and what we try to tell our clients is like, it's not. There is no more silver bullets in in digital marketing. Only a lot of lead bullets, right? Uh, and uh, but you have to know, you know, what gun to use, right? What bullet to shoot, where to shoot at, and whatever. And it's like this combination of, you know, like, don't just think Google Ads, right? Think about Google Ads and some content generation and testing a lot of different things on Google Ads, looking at the numbers, looking at what it tells you, uh, keeping track of your, your KPIs, you know, your cost per conversion, cost per acquisition, um, and, and so on, right? And so it's, oh, yeah. 
Yeah, it's, you know, uh, content marketing is still really big. Email marketing still has one of the highest ROIs of any type of digital marketing after 20 plus years of doing email marketing, right? So, you know, there's always a new shiny ob object in digital marketing. Every month, it sounds like there's a new platform, a new right. type of digital marketing, a new something else, right? Uh, but, you know, um, some of the tried and true stuff still works and works really well. Um, again, you have to look at the data and... Uh, you know, and, you know, and but there is also our secret sauce is about finding, you know, how uh, identifying what works well with some other things and how you can create those packages. So, you know, your ROI is actually the best way it can be. Yeah. So utilizing Google ads to maybe drive to a content marketing piece that gets people in and finding that, that mm -hmm. is it kind of what you're talking about, though, that right combination? Yeah. To uh, so, and instead of pushing uh, your Google ads, uh, your your people that you get from Google ads, your clicks to your homepage, create a landing page, right? And um, that's, you know, and on the landing page, you have a capture form, you know, to make sure that if you get someone there, that, you know, you get their name, you get their address, you can offer these, all kinds of things that you, that you can do that are content driven, that are, you know, you know you'll make sure you get at least your email address so you can connect back with them via email. They can be part of your email list. Um, you know, so it's yeah, it's losing using all these different things. So lead lead capture tools and um, social media tools and you know paid ads and SEO too. I mean, you were talking about it. You know, SEO still works really well. Thanks uh, to Google for making it really hard to follow, but <laughs> but it works. You know, um, yeah. we do a lot of SEO for our, our clients, and not just you know, so technical S SEO, um, and then on page what we call on page S SEO, which is you know all about content and keywords and ranking on specific keywords, and so there is like massive massive amounts of data out there um, that you can generate from tools like SEMrush or Moz or places like that. But so we, you know, but it gets really complicated, right? And it gets uh, really intricate and it gets uh, kind of daunting. And so that's why that's why we we do this, right? We our clients don't have to worry about that. We'll t we'll tell them what their um, why we'll tell them why we are using a specific, um, you know, writing specific articles for them, for instance, or doing specific videos for them, just because you say it's because, you know, in your industry, this is, those, those are the keywords that resonate with your audience. And that's what you want to be found for. And this is why we're going to write about it. So anyway, so there's all kinds of, uh, you know, and, um, you know, maybe I'm making it sound even more complicated than it is here, um, but, uh, but it is, you know, it, it, it is, is complicated. And, yeah, it is. And like, and and you like it. I like it. Like imagine yeah. <laughs> the business owner trying to do their business and they don't want to even think about it, much less learn how to do it and all of that. Like it's a, it's a yeah. tremendous service. Yeah. Well, one of the major pain points we solve for our clients is that we do, as I said, we educate them. So first they feel more comfortable that, you, you know, in getting into that kind of world. Uh, but we also do, we take care of all, all the heavy lifting, right? They don't have to worry about it. They just have to worry about, you know, looking at the numbers with us and making sure that we're on the right track. Yeah. And, and I'm sure, the, I'm sure the, 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 the dance is, um, just enough education, right? Like to not overwhelm them, not give them more than they even want to deal with, but just <laughs> like, here's what we're doing. Keep them, keep them grounded and sort of like, you know, have some geography like, okay, this is what we're doing. That's all I need. I'll see you later. <laughs>
Yeah. No, but look, I think it's an interesting point because you know, mark, marketing in a lot of ways is is about storytelling, right? Um, and and uh, and so what I've been trying to get my team to understand is that it, we we used to give our clients literally pages and, and I mean digital pages, right? But pages and pages of reports with just tables of numbers and graphs, right? Like, I'm like. Nobody's going to read this, right? And uh, I've been doing this for a long time. Trust me on this. Um, and so what we do now is we we basically write mini stories before we show any numbers. And then uh-huh. we have the numbers to back up the stories, right? But literally, it's like a paragraph, right? For about, And we have five bullet points on every report at the top of the report that say, hey, you know, this is what the numbers show this month, right? That's such, that's uh, so great. Yeah. That's so because, great because, yeah, it's, it's yeah you can collect for anybody, right? Especially for people that, you know, maybe I've never looked at Google Analytics or MailChimp data or, you know, things things like that. It's It can be overwhelming. And I don't, I did, we were not doing a very good job of uh, telling stories again. Yeah, that, because, yeah, you can collect all the data in the world. But if you don't apply meaning to that data for yourself, then for the client and, you know, doing yep. it all these different ways. And then now what action do we take because of that? I, I, I haven't thought about it in those terms. I love that approach to it, that here's a story mm-hmm. about your data. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Here's what's going. And then of course, it's almost like the, the bibliography, right? Like all the stuff in the back, like, you know, like here's everything to, you know, the footnotes to back it all up. Yeah. But this, this is, you know, and some, some of our clients would just look at the stories and be like, okay, cool. We're good. And some yeah. were like, "Oh, yeah, but why did you say this? Why, why is, when, why did you write this story the way you did?" And then we can go with them and look at, you know, again, like pages of data. Uh, but that's that's critical to me. This kind of um, is part of ed- education, right? Um, yeah. Well, this and this brings about you know another differentiator for you for Boom Time that that you have is this fuse system right i'm so i'm so impressed with this both as a differentiator but also the tool that it is um to mm-hmm. both internally and you know helping those yeah. helping those clients yeah. both um give us a little little insight into exactly what what this this platform is yeah so fuse um is it's a kind of a multi uh tasking platform and it, it touches a lot of things so there is a, and we actually we are rebuilding it uh, as we speak um, into something that has, you know, it's going to be kind of like the the next we call it Fuse Plus <laughs> for a good reason, um, but it's uh, because we did a lot of stretch uh, strategy sessions uh, with my team and I, and but also you know getting kind of client inf- information in and whatever. And what we realized is that it's a great tool. It helps us do a really good job. But the visibility that our clients have into Fuse today is not quite where I want it. And I think if we open, if we pull the curtain back a little bit more, I think they would have, it would make them more comfortable. It would make, it would, it would teach them more and it would make us better partners to them, right? Mm. Um, so, so Fuse does a lot of things. So it automates a lot of the kind of the more menial, if you want, or chore-like uh Kind of type of things that have to happen in marketing um and so but it doesn't do all of it itself right so for instance it connects it automates uh, via api 
sorry, I hope I'm not being too jargony here, but um, uh, you know, it connects to Mailchimp, for instance, and tells Mailchimp, hey, you know, send this to this target list at that time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it uh, and it tracks all the data, all the analytics from Mailchimp come back into Fuse, so we can show them to our clients. Um, so our clients have a small window today that's going to be opening up more into Fuse. Um, but, and so they can see the status of their campaign or what part of their campaign they're at now. We're going to also expand that to basically have Fuse be a little bit more like a project management or a kind of a campaign management system. Um, so, you know, so clients can say, oh, you know, oh, I have to do this, I have to approve that, you know, I have to approve that email or I have to, to do something, right? Um, uh, right now, there is there is already kind of an approval process, but it's more an internal one. The, our clients have only a very small window of visibility uh, mm. into so, that. But, uh, gotcha. so, but also, it, so it automates a lot of things. Um, it enables us to communicate uh, stats and analytics back to our clients. Uh, enables us to actually see for ourselves, but also for our clients, again, a little bit, how the, you know, where the campaign is, is at. Um, and... Um, but it could, it's, you know, uh, some of it is via connections to other existing software. Like we'll, we'll never be able to build Fuse into like something that does email marketing as well as MailChimp, right? So we connect sure. to MailChimp, we connect to other software, we've embedded uh, proprietary software into Fuse as well. Um, that kind of make things much uh, easier in terms of digital marketing. Um, is it, is so it something it does, that it kind has, of brings everything together? The uh, efficiency and con- connection uh, platform that delivers great marketing. Um, that's kind of our our twenty second, well, not even that ten second pitch. <laughs> uh, and so, but everything we do goes with that, right? So, um, but it also helps us manage our business. So I can go into Fuse, see, you know, we tie because we tie our billing system to Fuse. We tie, uh, you know, we we track our time in Fuse, so I can see who's doing what, you know, how much we're spending time-wise on each of our clients or and also at the product level, right? This this package we have, you know, well, we can identify some issues with it because we're spending way too much time on that given what, you know, it helps us price our services. Um, it helps us with a lot of different things that are not just, you know, uh, outward facing uh, that uh, and are not necessarily just marketing, right? They are also right. it ties to sales, it ties, ties to our own capacity, um, time tracking, human resources. Uh, it's so it's kind of a it's a very uh, it's it's a very broad platform that does a lot of things uh, and basically our team lives lives infused uh, day in day out. Yeah, well, and, and I think. We touched on this on the call a little bit too, that, you know, to be able to have this, there's the ease of it all, have everything in mm-hmm. one essential <laughs> big yeah. um, platform, yeah. but also it, it it becomes, you know, cost efficient to go and build your own platform after a time when you've put together all the CRMs, all the marketing tools, all the reporting tools, all of this, like, mm-hmm. it's really a, a great thought process to go like, okay, well, for X amount of dollars, we can just build this thing and it's ours instead of, you know, thousands per month on all these other tools. Yeah, and you mentioned CRM, but it's one of the things that it does. So if we sell something, if we sell a new new client, uh, automatically PipeDrive sends a message to Fuse, creates an organization in Fuse, a client in Fuse, 
and we're off to the races, right? It, uh, you know, so everything is integrated, uh, and it becomes this place that you know people yeah spend a lot of time in. Um, and our new Fuse uh, Fuse Plus is going to be um, is going to be fully configurable and white labelable, uh, if that's a word. <laughs> it is now. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, it is not. So we are, we we are, we will uh, probably about twelve months from now start selling shoes to other companies or agencies that don't compete with us but can that can use it oh, as, that's great. A, kind of a SaaS, as a as a SaaS product. Oh yeah, that's strong. I like that, and it's such yeah. a great differentiator, which is a selling point. Once you do mm-hmm. white label it, it's such a differentiator when you can talk to a client about fuse. Mm-hmm. And nobody else, they're not having the same conversation. There's, they're not price comparing anybody else because they don't have this thing, this in, you know, in the entire yeah. system. I think it's super yeah. smart. Yeah. So yeah, we have a ticketing system in Fuse too. So, you know, anybody who works in Fuse can say, Hey, you know, uh, so we have started marketing strategies, marketing specialist, uh, kind of under them. Um, we can, uh, our strategies can say, Hey, you know, um, assign a ticket we need to do this for this client uh, mm-hmm. you know assign it to someone with a date a due date and all that so we can track all of that too um, you know which helps us see you know so it's a I call it a diligence engine sometimes too because you know we, we've we've spent a lot of time refining our processes to be as, as efficient as possible as a company as, a, as, as an agency and we embed that knowledge those processes into fuse and fuse that's why I call it the diligence mm-hmm. engine um, and, uh, it helps us do the right thing at the right time, basically. That's yeah. Because with, the, with that many moving parts to any agency mm-hmm. and you know, yeah. you go beyond one client and all of a sudden it's just, every client is exponential as far as tasks and what mm-hmm. you have to keep up with. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So look, our, our, our most popular package is called network and it includes, you know, LinkedIn connection campaigns. It includes lead capture on the website. It includes email marketing, content generation. So you can see you already have like four or five major blocks. And under that, there's also a ton of work, right? So this is what Fuse helps us. It's like make sure that we don't miss any of these steps. We do all, the, all these things kind of work together as efficiently and seamlessly as possible. That's awesome. Well, this has been fantastic. Thanks for jumping on and, and, and sharing this with us and giving us a peek behind the curtain a little bit, um, hopefully educating <laughs> some folks here on this and really just, you know, for folks who love data, awesome, you know, here's some insights and how to use it, but also folks like me who, you know, we kind of want to do this, uh, but here's <laughs> how you can do that a little bit and the importance of it. Uh, I, I, I love it. How do people find out more? Uh, boomtime.com, B-O-M-T-I-M-E.com, or they can find me. I'm, I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn myself. Um, so, you, you know, I'm at uh, linkedin.com slash in slash JP Clement. It's easy. You know, how can the audience help? How can I help um, as far as like connecting you with folks? Who do you want to link up with? Yeah, no, look, I'm happy to link up with uh, Anybody really? I mean, I, I do a lot. I spend a lot of time talking to people that are not going to become clients, and I know that. But I just, you know, I always learning. I, I still think I have a lot to learn uh, after 35 years of doing marketing, um, and uh, and so I'm, you know, happy to, you know, connect with anybody, uh, talk. You can tell I'm pretty passionate about what I do. Uh, I'm happy to talk to anybody about this. Um, but you know, yeah, uh, you, you know, just 
put put my name and Boomtime's names out there and let's see what happens. Name of the podcast. That's what I was going to ask. What's your which podcast? We do different series. So we had a series about each of the eight steps of the marketing or sales funnel. Um, uh, so we had a podcast called the like I can't remember. It was something about that marketing funnel um and we used to have one called word of mouth marketing but you know we're kind of changing that to digital so we have a typical digital like a marketing campaign but we do a digital marketing uh, podcast we also do podcasts about our client successes um where we dig into one specific client with one of the strategies that worked on the client and look at you know and kind of give a little bit more of our secret sauce uh, so we call it the success story podcast um, and so on. So yeah, we don't have really settled on the on the name, but we uh, we we film all, all our podcasts there on uh, YouTube. JP, this has been okay. a, a blast. Thanks so much for being here. We'll see you all next time. Thanks, Jason. Thanks for having me. It was a great conversation. Thanks so much for tuning in and being a part of this show. If you ever need help building out custom strategies for your business or deciding what actions to take next, head over to MediaLeadsCo.com and let's connect. I'll talk to you soon on the next Strategy and Action.